Chapter 13 Friday When my father woke me at six o'clock next morning, I knew at once that this was the day of days. It was the day I longed for and the day I dreaded. It was also the day of butterflies in the stomach, except that they were worse than butterflies. They were snakes. I had snakes in the stomach the moment I opened my eyes on that Friday morning. The first thing I did after I got dressed was to hang the sorry closed notice on one of the pumps. We had a quick breakfast, then the two of us sat down together at the table in the caravan to prepare the raisins. They were plump and soft and swollen from being soaked in water and when you nicked them with a razor blade, the skin sprang open and the jelly stuff inside squeezed out as easily as you could wish. I slit the raisins while my father opened the capsules. He opened only one at a time and poured the white powder onto a piece of paper. Then he divided it into four tiny piles with the blade of a knife. Each pile was carefully scooped up and put into a single raisin. A needle and black cotton finished the job. The sewing up was the hardest part and my father did most of that. It took about two minutes to do one raisin from start to finish. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Your mother was wonderful at sewing things, my father said. She'd have had these raisins done in no time. I didn't say anything. I never knew quite what to say when he talked about my mother. Did you know she used to make all my clothes herself, Danny? Everything I wore. Even socks and sweaters? I asked. Yes, he said, but those were knitted, and so quickly. When she was knitting, the needles flew so fast in her fingers, you couldn't see them. They were just a blur. I would sit here in the evening watching her, and she used to talk about the children she was going to have. I shall have three children, she used to say. A boy for you, a girl for me, and one for good measure. There was a short silence after that. Then I said, When Mum was here, Dad, did you go out very often at night, or was it only now and then? You mean poaching? Yes, often, he said, at least twice a week. Didn't she mind? Mind? Of course she didn't mind. She came with me. She didn't. She certainly did. She came with me every single time until just before you were born. She had to stop then. She said she couldn't run fast enough. I thought about this extraordinary piece of news for quite a while. Then I said, Was the only reason she went because she loved you, Dad, and because she wanted to be with you? Or did she go because she loved poaching? Both, my father said. She did it for both reasons you mentioned. 
I was beginning to realise what an immense sorrow it must have been to him when she died. Weren't you afraid she might get shot up? I asked. Yes, Danny, I was. But it was marvellous to have her along. She was a great sport, your mother. By midday, we had prepared 136 raisins. We're in good shape, my father said. Let's break for lunch. He opened a tin of baked beans and heated them up in the saucepan over the paraffin burner. I cut two slices of brown bread and put them on plates. My father spooned the hot baked beans over the bread and we carried our plates outside and sat down with our legs dangling over the platform of the caravan. Usually I loved baked beans on bread, but today I couldn't eat a thing. What's the matter? my father asked. I'm not hungry. Don't worry, he said. The same thing happened to me the first time I went out. I was about your age then, maybe a little older, and in those days we always had a hot tea in the kitchen at five o'clock. I can remember exactly what was on the table that evening. It was my favourite thing of all, toad in the hole, and my mum could make toad in the hole like nobody else in the world. She did it in an enormous pan with the Yorkshire pudding very brown and crisp on the top and raised up in huge bubbly mountains. In between the mountains you could see the sausages half buried in the batter. Fantastic it was. But on that day my stomach was so jumpy I couldn't eat one mouthful. I expect yours feels like that now. Mine's full of snakes, I said. They won't stop wiggling about. Mine didn't feel exactly normal either, my father said. But then this isn't a normal operation, is it? No, Dad, it's not. Do you know what this is, Danny? This is the most colossal and extraordinary poaching job anyone has ever been on in the history of the world. Don't go on about it, Dad. It only makes me more jumpy. What time do we leave here? I've worked that out, he said. We must enter the wood about 15 minutes before sunset. If we arrive after sunset, all the pheasants will have flown up to roost and it'll be too late. When is sunset? I asked. Right now it's about 7.30, so we must arrive at 7.15 exactly. It's an hour and a half's walk to the wood, so we must leave here at a quarter to six. Then we'd better finish those raisins, I said. We've still got more than 60 to do. We finished the raisins with about two hours to spare. They lay in a pile on a white plate in the middle of the table. Don't they look marvellous, my father said, rubbing his hands together hard. Those pheasants are going to absolutely love them. 
After that, we messed around in the workshop until half past five. Then my father said, That's it. It's time to get ready. We leave in 15 minutes. As we walked towards the caravan, a station wagon pulled up to the pumps with a woman at the wheel and about eight children in the back, all eating ice creams. Oh, I know you're closed, the woman called out through her window, but couldn't you please let me have a few gallons? I'm just about empty. She was a good-looking woman with dark hair. Give it to her, my father said, but be quick. I fetched the key from the office and unlocked one of the pumps. I filled up her tank and took the money and gave her the change. You don't usually close as early as this, she said. We have to go out, I told her, hopping from one foot to the other. I've got to go somewhere with my father. You look jumpy as a jackrabbit, she said. Is it the dentist? No, ma'am, I said. It's not the dentist, but please excuse me. I have to go now.